Hallelujah. We've been talking, uh, you know, the, the Lord showed me that we've been talking a lot about what he's done for us and what he's done in us, our identity, who we are. And he says, it's time for you to walk as he walked. It's time to walk as he walked. And we're going to talk, I've been talking about walking, and I, it's kind of like exchange. I want you to hear it. I'm going to re, I may go over some of the same stuff we've talked about, but I want you to see it's very important. Thank you, Father, for your word. Hallelujah. Yes, you know, Jesus said, and, and it's expedient for you that I go away. So if I go away, the comforter is going to come into every one of you, and the works that I do shall you do, and greater works will you do, because I go to the, my Father. And Jesus said in, in John chapter 14, he says, The words that I speak, they're not my words, but the Father that sent me, and it's his words that do the works. Ephesians 2, 8 and 9 says, By grace you're saved through faith, and not of yourselves. It's a gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. But we are his workmanship, yes. created in Christ Jesus to do good works which God had foreordained that we should walk Amen. in them. We're going to talk about the walk. See, it's time for us to walk. There's so much evil going on in the world around us that we're light and we're salt. Why are we here? Jesus said in John 20, 21, As the Father sent me, so send I you. In the same way that he sent me, I'm sending you into this world. Why? We're going to make a difference in this world we're around. He, he left us here to occupy you know, he told the, he said, there's a parable. He said that a man went to, to have a, establish a kingdom and he gave to everyone, every servant he had, a talents according to their several ability. That word several means deutimous, supernatural or spiritual really is the word. And he left and put you in charge. And he comes back and he said, should not I receive what I've done in you with interest? See, he wants us to produce fruit. And he wants to, that we be fruitful and make a difference while we're here. It's not a matter of how many you do. It's just a matter of being fruitful over what he's given you to do. Amen. We're going to be talking about that. So that's why he's breathed on his disciples. And he said, receive you the Holy Ghost. Whosoever sins, you remit the remitted. And whosoever sins, you retain the retained. That's the authority of the church. Jesus said, all authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth, so you go therefore. Yes. See, that's why if any man is in, into Christ, he is a new creation. Old things are passed away, and all things have become new. He didn't die just to get us to go to heaven and forgive our sins. No. While we were yet sinners, Romans 5 said, Christ died for us. Even while we were sinners. Why? A purpose, so that if any man is in Christ, he is a brand new creation. Old things are passed away, and all things are become new. Amen? And we're new creatures. And that's why he said in 1 John 3, 8, He that sinneth is of the devil. For this purpose, the Son of God was manifested, revealed, that he might destroy the works of the devil. Now, I don't know about y'all. I'm getting very tired of seeing the works of the devil in people's lives. Yeah. I am getting very tired of it. Why? Because Jesus paid for every bit of it. So Christians don't have to walk in those works of the devil. Yeah. Right. He redeemed us, spirit, soul, and body, Amen. and he's commissioned us to be his 
person here on this earth. We are the body of Christ and members one of another. It's not religion, it's relationship. We're in union with the King of kings and Lord of all. And he wants us to occupy till I come. What does occupy mean? It means to do business. What kind of business? Kingdom business. We're here to do kingdom business. And what is the kingdom? Righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost, Romans 14, 17. Come on now. Righteousness, peace, and joy. The thing about what he's talking about, the kingdom, it's spiritual from start to finish. You know, I've said the word supernatural is not a biblical term. Spiritual and carnal. Spiritual and natural. This is a spiritual walk. And we're here to be his representative while we're here on earth. Dilly dilly. So it's really time for us to see everywhere we go and everything we do arise and shine. For his light has come upon you. And behold, darkness shall cover the earth and gross darkness the people. But the Lord has arisen upon you and his glory will be seen upon you. And all the kingdoms of the world will, will come to the brightness of his rising. Because all the earth is going to be filled with the knowledge of the glory of the Lord as the waters cover the sea. And you're a part of it. See, we don't have to put up with all this stuff. And I, I think it's time for us, to, as the scripture says, to walk as he walked. Walk as he walked. You know, in Genesis, we talked, and God told Abraham to get out of this country, and you go into land I'm going to show you. Leave your kinfolks. Well, he left, but he took his dad and he took his nephew. After his dad died and his nephew Lot got into contention with his herdmen, and Lot said, you go on, take whatever you want. I'll take the rest. And after Lot left, God spoke to him and said, now, I can show you what I got for you. He didn't get mad at him. He just wasn't going to show it until he got separated from all his kinfolks. <laughs> now, he said this. He says, look before you, all the land before you. You walk to the breadth of it and the length of it. As far as you want to walk one way or the other, it's yours. You're in charge of how much you get. You walk both ways and decide what you want. You with me? And what did he say to Joshua? Every place to what? Sole of your foot yeah. treads is yours. Yeah. See, we're living in this area, and it's ours to take. It's ours to take. Jesus wants every enemy under our feet, okay? Not pushing us around. And that's why it's very important for us to see what he's given us. And, and he's given us the kingdom, and, and we're to occupy in the realms we're in. And you don't have to. All you have to do is just be. I'm not talking about being religious and spitting off scriptures like I'm doing right now around heathens and offend them. I'm talking about being a light. Paul said, you are our epistles known and read of all men. That's what I'm talking about. I'm, not ta I'm talking about the living word of God. The word became flesh and dwelt among us. Now he wants his flesh to become the word and dwell among here. We want to let that word of God flow in us. Let the word of Christ dwell in you. Because the word produces the works. That's why James said, I, you show me your faith without my, your works, I'll show you my faith by what I do. He wasn't talking about legalistic works. He was talking about just watch my life and you'll see the manifestation of faith in my life. That's what he wants to see. John said, I have no greater joy than to see my children walking in the truth. 
See, he wants us to walk as he walked. You know, in Isaiah chapter 2, it says, The word of the Lord, verse 1, came to Isaiah the son of Amos, saw concerning Judah and Jerusalem. It shall come to pass in the last day, got it? Not days, day, that the mountain of the Lord's house shall be established on the top of the mountains and shall be exalted above all the hills. I know when I first got saved, I read that, and I realized that his kingdom's going to rise above all the churches and all the religious stuff in this world. It's his kingdom that's rising here. And he said, and all nations will flow into it. And many people shall go and say, come, let us go up to the mountain of the Lord, the house of God of Jacob. And the God of Jacob, see, that's Jacob. That's the old man. Come on now. Don't shout me down. And he will teach us his ways, and we will do what? Walk in his paths. See, his desire is that we walk in his paths. And he says, for out of Zion shall go forth the law and the word of the Lord from Jerusalem. And he says, and, and, he, and he, the word of God, and he shall judge among the nations and shall rebuke many people. And he'll beat their swords, their doctrines, and their plowshares, all that stuff. And he says, and they will not lift up sword against nation, neither shall any learn war anymore. That's the kingdom. There is no war in the kingdom. There's a spiritual battle going on, but not in the kingdom. Come on now. All right. So we see that he's trying, to, he's working something in us. Isaiah chapter 30, verse 20 says, And though the Lord give you the bread of adversity and the water of affliction, yet shall your teacher, the Holy Spirit, now, listen, not be removed into a corner anymore. That's why Jesus said, I got to go, because he's going to come. Your teacher will not be moved anymore. And he says, and your ears, your eyes shall see your teacher, and your ears shall hear a word behind you saying, this is the way, walk ye in it. When you turn to the right or when you turn to the left. I'm telling you, you shall go out with joy and be led with peace. I counseled a young man this morning before church. He was confused about something. I said, follow your peace. Until you get into that peace and make that decision. And what the enemy wants to do is keep you tore up all the time trying to make decisions. Trying, is this right? Is this wrong? Is God going to be mad at me? Or, hey, be led with peace. See, because he is peace. And that's how he leads us in a lot of ways in his peace. But your teacher, you'll hear a word say, this is the way. Walk you in it. Isaiah 35. Let me turn to Isaiah 35. You don't mind if I camp out here a while, do you? Isaiah 35, verse 1. The wilderness and the solitary place shall be glad for them. The desert shall rejoice and blossom as a rose. Say hallelujah. hallelujah. It shall blossom abundantly and rejoice, even with joy and singing and glory of Lebanon shall be given unto thee. The excellency of Carmel and Sharon, and you shall see the glory of the Lord and the excellency of our God. So do what? Here we are. Strengthen you the weak hands. Confirm the feeble knees. What did Jesus do? That's why he, he did it all the time. Say to them that are of a fearful heart, be strong. Fear not. Behold, your God will come with vengeance, and God will recompense, and he will come and save you. Then shall the eyes of the blind be opened, and the ears of the deaf shall be unstopped. Then shall the lame man leap as a deer or a heart. Leap, and the tongue of the dumb shall sing, for in the wilderness shall waters break out streams in the desert. See, everywhere we go and everything we do, waters and streams ought to be breaking out. The lame should be walking, the blind should see, the deaf should, should hear, 
and the dead raised and the kingdom of God preached. See, we, we don't need to let the world just keep trying to dump on us everything it wants. We are the light of the world. They're not. It's darkness. We need to allow that. And he said, a, a, a light's, you don't put a bushel over the light. You're set on the hill so people can see you. It's time to let the light shine. This little light of mine, what? I'm going to let it shine. Shine everywhere I go. It's the light of the Lord. Okay. And then he says, uh, look here in verse 8. Woo! A highway shall be there, a way, and it shall be called the way of holiness. The unclean shall not pass over it. Now, I want to say something about holiness. Holiness is not something you attain to. Holiness is something he gave you. 1 Corinthians 1.30, but of him are you in Christ Jesus, has made unto you wisdom, sanctification, holiness, righteousness, and redemption, that according it is written, no flesh shall go and glory in his presence. He gives it to you. It's the way of holiness. The unclean shall not pass over it, but it shall be for those, the wayfaring men. That's us. This is not our home. We're just passing through it. Say amen. We're going to go to heaven for a little while and we're going to come back for a thousand years and rule and reign over this place without the devil or sin bothering us for a thousand years. Give me an amen. Because it says in Psalms, I think, 16, 15, or 15, 16, heaven is for the Lord, but the earth he's given to the sons of men. He's given this place to us. It's not the devil's. Give me an amen. So we we need to enjoy this thing and, and occupy Take the ground back. Okay. But look at this. No lion shall be there, or no ravenous beast shall go up their own, and it will not be found there, but the redeemed of the Lord shall what? Walk. The redeemed will walk there. And the ransom, say, that's me, of the Lord shall return and come to Zion with songs, and everlasting joy shall be upon their head. And they shall obtain joy and gladness, and sorrow and sighing shall flee away. Woo! Therefore the redeemed of the Lord shall return. That's us. And come with singing unto Zion. Not mully grubs or religion. Come with singing unto Zion. And then the hills will break forth before you into singing, and the trees of the field will clap their hands. Hallelujah. Psalms 1, blessed is a man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly. Don't get your counsel from the world, the ungodly. You have a counselor, the Holy Spirit. You have the anointing. You need no man teach you, but that same anointing teaches you all things, and in him is truth. That's what you need. Amen. Okay, I'm coming right along now. Psalms 37, 23 says, the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. Ooh, and he'll delight in them. Isaiah 40, 31 said, But they that wait, they that wait entwined in union with the Lord shall exchange their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. See, he's concerned about our walk. You remember a few weeks ago when Jesus washed the disciples' feet and we saw the footnotes of the passion there where he says that was a sign of an exchange of kingdoms. He washed your feet, so I'm changing your walk. We are buried with him in baptism and raised to walk in what? Newness of life. Walk you in it. 
walk in that new way of life. We have a new way to walk. And that's why you'll always see he healed the, the lame. He said to this one man that came in, he saw their faith and he says, thy sins be forgiven you. Rise and walk. They said, who do you think you are? He said, I want you to know the power of man, son, son of man has power on earth to forgive sin. Therefore, rise and walk. So rising and walking, it has to do with sin. Jesus said, all I have to do is say, rise and walk, and your sins are forgiven. Peter said, don't just wash my feet, wash me. Jesus said, no. All I have to do is wash your feet, and all the rest of you is clean. It changes the way you walk. Amen? Amen. We're to walk in a different way. And you see in Romans 8, 1, it says, there is there now for no condemnation to those in Christ Jesus. Now, I know this is not in the Greek, but it says, who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. But verse 4 says, those who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit, and it is in the Greek. So we're not to walk after the flesh, but we're to walk after the what? The spirit. As many as are led by the spirit, these are the sons of God. We're led by the spirit. Amen? That's who we are. It's who we are. We sang it well ago. Oh. Well, 2 Corinthians 5, 7 says, For we walk by faith and not by sight. We're walking. See, I think it's time for the church to move. It's time for the church to walk out the doors and be who you are in this world you're living in. Amen? Occupy. And, and I think, you know, he put us here to make a difference and to make the devil uncomfortable. You know, somebody said, I think the devil spoke to Jesus from a safe distance. Well, I want to tell you something. I believe the devil should stay a safe distance from us. When I first got into deliverance, when I first got saved, got into deliverance, I'd walk in the room and look at someone and they'd start choking and coughing. That was scary. Just being in our presence, the spirits got nervous. I don't think the spirits ought to get, get comfortable in church around us. Yes. Give me an amen. Because yes. that's not who we are. And, and, and I think that's what he's called us, and to see that we walk therein. Proverbs 30, 20 says, He that walketh through wise men will be wise, but he that walks with fools will be destroyed. Micah 6, 8, He has showed thee, O man, what is good, and what does the Lord require of thee, but to what? been a while we used to sing that too do justly love mercy and to walk humbly with your God what's the last part walk humbly with your God whoo that's good Proverbs 420 let me turn to Proverbs I can quote some of that but I don't want to do that I want you to see it Proverbs 420 my son attend to my words incline your ears and my saying let them not depart from your eyes keep them in the midst of your heart for they are life to those that find them and health to all your flesh. The word of God in your heart. Keep your heart with all diligence, the new one, for out of it the issues of life. Now look, verse 24. Put away from you a forward mouth and perverse lips. Your mouth sometimes dictates your walk. Okay? Let your eyes look right on and your eyelids straight before you. Ponder the path of your foot. Ponder. Watch your walk. Ponder the way you're walking. And let all your ways be established. 
turn not to the right hand or to the left. Remove your foot from evil. See, your walk is important. You know, when, when John the Baptist sent a message to Jesus, and they said, are you he that should come, or do we look for another? And John said to them, go tell John what you see and hear. The blind receive their sight, the lame walk. See, there's, that's important for you to see. The lame walk, the lepers are cleansed, the deaf hear, and the poor have the gospel preached to them, and blessed is he that's not offended in me, he said to John. Jesus said in John 8, 12, I am the light of the world. He that followeth me shall not walk in darkness, but shall have the light of life. Do you get that? John 12, 35, Jesus said unto them, Yet a little while have ye the light. While ye have the light, walk in the light, lest darkness come upon you. For he that walketh in darkness knows not where he goes. 36, while ye have light, Believe into the light that you may be children of the light. We are not children of darkness. We were. But now we are children of light. So let your light shine. See, now we are children of the light. You know, we talked last week or week before, I don't remember. When Peter walked by the lame man, he looked upon him. And Peter said, silver and gold have I none, but such as I have. In the name of Jesus, rise and walk. He reached down and picked him up and raised him up, and the man went leaping and walking and praising God. And really, all hell broke loose, didn't it? It upset the religious community because he had been sitting there in front of the temple for years, begging. Jesus walked by many times, but God never spoke to Jesus to do that. He was waiting for Peter. And then they begin to look at Peter and him as some God. And he said, why are you looking at us like this? As though we did something. Jesus of Nazareth, whom you crucified and whom God raised up again, through faith in what his name has made this man whole before you all. And, and that's not the Peter that was hiding before. That's the Peter that was filled with the Holy Ghost. He has given you power and authority. He told them not to leave Jerusalem until they were filled with the Holy Ghost. And then once they got filled with the Holy Ghost, then he scattered them through persecution all over the world. And Paul says this gospel of the kingdom was preached in the whole world as a witness. It was. It spread everywhere when it was preached all over the world. See, so that's what he wants us to do, to go and preach the word. Paul said to the Corinthian church, there was many, many signs and wonders going on. But in the midst of that, he said, you, some of you say, I'm a Paul, I'm a Paulus. He said, it doesn't really make any difference. He says, for you're all carnal, even though you're spiritual in some areas. For where there's among you envy and strife and division, you are carnal and you're walking as men. You're walking as men, not sons of God. And so you see, it's, it's always about the walk. Galatians 5.14, for all the law is fulfilled in this, even in this, you shall love your neighbor as yourself, but if you bite and devour one another, take heed that you be not consumed one of another. This I say, walk in the Spirit, and you'll not fulfill the lust of the flesh. 
for the flesh lust against the spirit and the spirit against the flesh and they're contrary one to another so that you cannot do the things you would. But if you be led of the spirit, you're not under the law. If you're not led of the spirit, you're led by something else. Watch what's trying to lead you. And then he says, if we live in the spirit, let us walk in the spirit. That Hebrew word walk in Hebrew a lot of times means to live. If you live in the spirit, it means to walk. To live is to walk. You live in something, you walk in something. That's that Hebrew word. Acts 17, 28 says, For in Christ we live and move and have our being. He's the author and the finisher. That word being means we are. In him we live and move and we are. We are not just sinners saved by grace. We're sons of God and daughters of God. We are made in the very image and likeness of God. And we are here as his representative to do what he did. To allow those works, the word, become works. Aren't you ready, Paul? Aren't you ready to see the word become works? It's, it's exciting what's ahead of us. But we don't want to be in those class that says they're ever learning yet never able to come into the knowledge of the truth. No, we want to walk in the truth. We want to walk in the reality of who he's made us. So he says what? Romans 13, knowing the time, that it's high time to wake out of our sleep, for now is our salvation nearer than when we believed. Let us cast off the works of darkness and let us put on the armor of light. See then, says that you put on the Lord Jesus Christ and make not provision for the flesh to fulfill the lust therein. Amen? Paul said, I bring my body under subjection. I don't let my body tell me what I'm doing. I tell my body what it's going to do. See, don't allow things to pull you away from what it means to walk in the Spirit. Amen? Okay. Galatians 6.15 says, For in Christ Jesus, neither circumcision availeth anything nor uncircumcision, but a new creation. Now verse 16 of that says, As many as walk according to this rule. That means what? Walk in the Spirit. He'll not fulfill the lust of the flesh. That's not hard. I mean, when you learn to walk that way... You can actually go through a whole day and not sin. Do I get any amens? Yes. Now, I know places where I would have said this a few years ago, and I'd have been in deep trouble. But you don't have to sin. Why? Because Jesus died for your sins once for all. Every single one of them, past, present, and future, he paid for So whosoever sins you remit, they're remitted. Why? Because he wants you to go in his behalf and deal with all this stuff. Well, pastor, you're talking about works. No, I am talking about being who you were made to be. I'm not talking about doing something to become something. I'm talking about doing something because you already are something. There is a difference. Amen? In, Galatia, in Ephesians, there's in, in Ephesians, the book of Ephesians, the word walk is used seven times. There's an importance on 
you look in all of those words where you talk about it. And I've already said one, you're, you're created in Christ Jesus to do good works. Now, Ephesians 1, 4, I therefore the prisoner of the Lord beseech you that you walk worthy of the vocation wherewith you were called. Just walk worthy of what she called you to do. You don't have to do wonderful, mighty things. The devil, a lot of times, will show you everybody else's what they're doing and say, you don't do nothing. You ain't, you ain't a very good Christian. But you know, 1 Corinthians 12 says, the little toe, God shows, bestows abundant honor on that little one. Receive his glory. You don't have to have glory of man. You don't have to do that for something because it's, it's who you are. Just do what he's called you to do. That's it. Woo! You don't have to... Just walk worthy of what he's called you to do. This I say therefore in testifying the Lord that you henceforth not walk as other Gentiles walk in the vanity of their mind. Why? Because you've got a new mind. And the natural mind is not subject to God, never will be, but you have a spiritual mind of Christ that he's given you, so just walk in that, not in the vanity of your mind. And that's, that's from the tree of life. And the enemy always wants to pull you back into that. Ephesians 5.2, walk in love, as Christ also has loved us and gave himself for us an offering and a sacrifice to God for sweet-smelling Savior. For you sometimes were darkness, but now your light in the Lord walk as children of light. Just do it. You don't have to work at it. Just do it. Okay. Verse 15. Ephesians 5.2. See then that you walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise, redeeming the time. Because the days are evil. Buy back the time because the days are... Are we living in evil days? Come on now. But we are to make a difference. Philippians 3.16 in Amplified. Only let us hold true to what, we've been already, that what we already have attained. And walk and order our lives by that. Walk in what you have. You don't have to walk in what you don't have. The place you're at, just walk in what you have. But don't quit walking. Let's keep on walking. Paul said in verse 17 in Philippians 3, Brethren, together, follow my example and observe those who, after the pattern we have set for you. He said, walk as an example. I've been an example for a pattern for you. For there are many of whom I have told you and I tell you, even now in tears, who are walking, living in lives as enemies of the cross, the anointed one. They're enemies of the cross. They didn't say they were enemies of Jesus. They're enemies of the cross, whose God is their belly. What did the cross take care of? The old man was crucified with cross, Christ, that the body of sin might be destroyed. That I no longer serve that old body of sin, but I'm walking in the new creation. Not enemies of Christ, enemies of his cross. I heard one guy preach on crossless Christianity. The church is in crossless Christianity. Don't want to preach the cross. Might offend somebody. 
That's why Jesus basically said those that were under the law, if any man come after me, let him take up his cross and follow me. That meant something to them at that day. He said, deny yourself. He said, don't let that old flesh dictate to you. Okay. Colossians 1, 9 and 10. Okay. Enemies of the cross. Let's, let's, uh, let's go over to Colossians. Are y'all okay with this? Yeah. Okay. I just want us, I, I'm just so tired of seeing the devil whip up on people. If you know who you are, you don't have to put up with it. We shouldn't put up with it. Colossians 1, 9. For this cause, since we heard, since the day we heard of your, your faith, do not cease to pray for you, Desire that you might be filled with the knowledge of his will in all wisdom and spiritual understanding. That you do what? You might walk worthy of the Lord. Unto all pleasing, being fruitful in every good work and increasing in the knowledge of God. Strengthened with all might according to his glorious power. Unto all patience and longsuffering with joyfulness. Giving thanks to the Father which has made you meet or capable to be partakers of the inheritance of the saint in life and who hath delivered us from the power of darkness, and has translated us into the kingdom of his dear Son, in whom we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins. So walk worthy of that. It doesn't glorify him when we allow sin and a, a, a defeated spirit. He wants you to be more than conquerors. Amen. More than what? Conquerors. Through him that loved us and gave himself for us. So we walk worthy of that. That you might walk worthy of the Lord, being fruitful. Colossians 2 6. As ye therefore have received Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk in him, rooted and grounded in him. And don't be moved away from that hope. See that endeavoring to keep the unity of the Spirit and the bond of peace, and that we walk worthy of the Lord, the enemy wants to pull you away from who you are. Walk worthy, rooted and grounded where? In Christ. Remember. Lord spoke to me about three weeks ago. If you allow anything to pull you away from what Jesus has done or to add anything to what Jesus has done, it's the spirit of Antichrist working on you. The spirit of Antichrist, which means against Christ, the Messiah, the anointed one. So there's many Antichrists in the world. There may be a big one come along one of these days, but there's enough little ones to keep us occupied for a while. <laughs> Give me an amen. Okay. 1 Thessalonians 2, 11 and 12. As you know how we exhorted and comforted and charged every one of you as a father doth his children, that you would walk worthy of God, who has called you into his kingdom and glory. Amen. 1 John 1, 16, if we have fellowship with him and walk in darkness, we lie and do not the truth. But if we walk in the light as he's in the light, we have fellowship one with another and the blood of his son cleanses us continually from all sins. 1 John 2, 6, he that saith he abideth in union with him ought also himself to walk as he walked. Catch that. We are the body of Christ. We should walk as he walked. As he is, so are we now in this present world. See the difference between church and the body of Christ? 
It's a big difference that we should walk as he walked. Hmm. And that's where I said earlier, 3 John 1, 2, I have no greater joy than to see my children walking in the truth. Hebrews 12, 13, it says, Make straight paths for your feet, lest that which is lame be turned out of the way. The lameness will take you out of the way. But let it rather be healed. Follow peace with all men in holiness, without which no man shall see the Lord looking diligently, lest any man fail of the grace of God, lest you let a root of bitterness spring up. Now, a root of bitterness will take your joy away. Don't allow a root of bitterness springing up and trouble you. Amen? Make straight paths for your feet. Lest that thing pull you out of the way. can't pull you out of, the, of, of your new identity, but it can sure mess you up for a while. Give me an amen. amen. Jude 1, 17 and 18. But, beloved, remember the words which were spoken before of the apostle, our Lord Jesus Christ, how he told you there should be mockers, mockers, in, mockers in the last time who should walk after their ungodly lust. Walking after their ungodly lust. Mockers saying, where is he's coming? For years it said he's coming, he hadn't showed up. See? But you know what? We know. One of these days, it's going to happen. And he says that when he comes, be sure that you're found of him in peace. In holiness and righteousness with your garments unspotted. You know, in Revelation 3, 4, it says... You have a few names in Sardis which have not defiled their garments, and they shall walk with me in white, for they're worthy. Do you know what that really means? It, it doesn't mean going out and doing stuff you shouldn't do. You defile your garments by going back under the works of the law, trying to please God, and your righteousness is as filthy rags in the eyes of the Lord. When you go back trusting in, trying to make yourself righteous instead of living in His righteousness, you defile the white garments that he's given you. Is that clear? He made you without spot or wrinkle. He's purified to himself a bride. You don't have to clean up your bridey things. He did it for you. He's made you accepted in the beloved. All you got to do is receive it and live in it. Jude one twenty three. Others saved with fear pulling him out of the fire, hating even the garment spotted by the flesh. Don't allow the flesh to spot your garments. Amen. And there's many people out there will try to pull you back into adding something or taking something away of what Jesus did. You're discrediting. You're doing despite to the spirit of grace. By grace, you are saved and not of yourselves. It's a gift of God, not of works. Amen? Amen? So enjoy it. Amen? I know it's awful quiet, but I, I believe it's time for us to make a difference in this world we're living in. And all we do to make that difference is just to be. I'm telling you, all you have to do is just be. You don't have to put on something. You just have to walk in this world as, as who you are. It's who you are. It's who he is and it's who you are. Let's stand. Is this okay for y'all? Y'all been awful quiet. Okay. 
well, the Lord has blessed you and he's kept you and he's keeping you and, and he wants you to keep your eyes on him and he's lifted up his countenance on you and he's, he loves you and, and, and he's blessed us with every spiritual blessing in high places in Christ Jesus and he's made us set together in him in, in the heavenlies right now to enjoy what he's done for you. So be thankful and let's offer the sacrifice of praise continually the fruit of our lips giving thanks for what he's done. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. Amen, amen.